The Armstrong and Getty Show. So this was just released a couple of days ago. It's a number two hip-hop song in the iTunes chart. I don't have any idea if that means anything or not. It's a whole bunch of dudes with Boycott Target. Pushing the gender, promoting sexual genders. I'm only rocking with Bruce, don't rock with no Caitlyn Jenner. You think that gay sh- gon' get you paid? Yeah, we gon' see. It's my longest one, it's one of all we trumpin', baby. They put a target on my back, but they targeting your kids. They don't even need to ask, cause you all know what it is. Yeah, that's why I keep a strap, and I'm always by my best. This agenda gotta stop, yeah, you know we gonna win. So I don't have a sense of how big a deal that is or not. But uh, I do know from reading polling that the whole trans thing is not near as popular in the African-American community as it is in the cable news community. Guilt-ridden, upper-class white women community. So uh, back to the story of this California mom who about lost her daughter. She's 11 years old. Uh, The whole friend group picks something. Um, after being indoctrinated in schools in this stuff, and we'll tell you about that in a minute, but uh, everybody's picking uh, some identity. My daughter picked pansexual when she was 11. There's nothing sexual about my 11-year-old daughter. A couple picked lesbian, but nobody picked straight. I guess in their terminology, cis, because that's boring. It's like picking vanilla ice cream. Um, in a somewhat humorous caveat, she noted how they oddly kept tuning into Twilight to fawn over their hunky vampire heartthrobs as little adolescent girls, while claiming to be pansexual or lesbian or whatever else. And uh, the mom felt particularly betrayed because she knew a bunch of the teachers. She'd go out to drinks with them. They were friends. Mm. Um, But it wasn't necessarily the teachers who were teaching all this. The the district uh, hired a group called Health Connected to do a five-hour instructional thing where they talked about gender ideology, the gender-bred man. They point to the brain and they point to the body parts and they essentially say you can have a female brain and a male body or vice versa, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, and here's where it really comes How together. How did this sweep the nation so quickly? It was for fear of the students who came out of their authentic self that teachers kowtowed and treated them differently. They were lauded as amazing and special, regarded as unicorns, elevated to the status of a superstar. Quote, kids who are sort of on the fringes without a, a big friend group or maybe a little weird, come out as trans and hit stardom. No, if you're sure. white, middle class or affluent, and straight, you're an oppressor. And what's worse, you're boring. There's nothing special about you. But if you pick one of these identities in the school, among the kids and the staff, you are now a rock star. You are lauded. And then... She was shocked to learn the uh, public high school had been using her daughter's male pronoun and confronted the administration. This is during COVID lockdown. Kids learning at home. In a phone call, they told her the reason for this was to provide a safe space, which she found ludicrous. Her daughter was just down the hall from her. They responded very, very strangely, the mom says. Well, we didn't do it legally. And I told them, you can't. I'm the parent. Remember that. I'm the parent. You are not the parent. But... The school reported her for being unsafe. And this is in San Carlos, uh, San Carlos, California, by the way, which used to be sane. Um, I, quote, I guess I must be unsafe because I used her female name and her female pronouns, and then Child Protective Services showed up at my door, oh, wow. and the police came later. Oh, my God. Jeez, what a rough CPS thing to deal with. CPS deemed her daughter a suicide risk because mom wouldn't use the right pronoun. Mom was misgendering her. Right. Now, it didn't really go anywhere. Um, and then mom hires a therapist. But imagine going through that, the paperwork oh. and the having to do interviews and defend yourself. 
Holy oh, the crap. Pain. Yeah. She hired a therapist for her daughter. It fell flat before it began. The therapist insisted that her memory of her daughter's girliness was incorrect. I'm like, well, that's amazing. So she was into My Little Pony when she was three, just because she was waiting to come out of her shell and let us know that she was a boy. I have a son. They're very, very different. The therapist flaunted the 41% chance of committing suicide trope. When I queried her about the study, it was very clear to me she hadn't read it. Uh, She's an attorney. She said, I would have been fired from my job as a lawyer if I ever cited a case that I hadn't read. That's what the therapist who failed to treat her daughter depression got. Fired. Turns out, yeah, the kid was depressed and was acting out her depression by trying to be someone different, specifically a boy. And this woman, who's very bright and, and, and hardworking, she quit her job to devote herself full-time to learning about this pathology and how to deal with it. You know, to cut to the end, her, her girl is back to being a happy young woman again and over the desperate need to be somebody else because she was confused and depressed about adolescence, which is what 99.9% of this is. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.